wrestling fans, are you ready? Yes! 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 For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world, uh, let's get ready to rumble! Stupid idiot. Shut your mouth, you thong-wearing fatty. Party's over, Grandpa. Kane was there! Kane was there too! Yeah! No enhancement needed. This ain't Monday Night Raw! This fight's right! It's Wrestle Rant Radio. What's going on, guys? And welcome back to Wrestle Rant Radio for June 14th, 2018. Graham Gius and Matthews here. Mere days ahead of WWE's Money in the Bank weekend in Chicago. We got Money in the Bank Sunday, Takeover Saturday. Should be a great time in the Windy City. I don't know if it's going to measure up to Dominion last week. We'll talk more about that as the show goes along. But of course, you guys can check out new episodes of Wrestle Rant Radio every single Thursday right here, not only on nextairwrestling.net. But also on iTunes, simply search up WrestleRant Radio on Apple Podcast. You not only get all the new episodes every single Thursday, but all the archived episodes dating back almost five years to October of 2013. And in that time, in those five years, we've had many an uh, episode with one individual, very outspoken, controversial, one of the uh, greatest, most knowledgeable wrestling fans I know from the Twitter machine, Who's that reborn again? You might have heard of him. His name is John Ritland. John, welcome back to the show. How you doing, man? Well, Graham, after that great introduction, I'm doing really good. How about you? Doing good, doing good, and it's been a while. I forgot the last time that we talked. Was it a couple months ago, or was it last year at this point? Do you remember? It was, no, I think it might have been, was it after the Rumble? It might have been after the Rumble or something, or before the Rumble. Yeah, I feel like it might have been in February. I don't know. This is every single time that we talk, the hour just flies by. So it feels like it was just a week ago, you know. Um, it, it, it really does. Absolutely, and this week's going to be no different. Like I said, we're talking a little bit about Dominion. I have yet to catch the show in its entirety. I might just watch Jericho, Naito, and Okada, Omega. I'm probably going to get uh, a crucifix for that for the fact that I have not watched the show yet. So I'm sorry, wrestling fans. I, I just have been busy lately, but I will watch the matches at some point. So we'll talk a little bit about that. As the show goes along here, in addition to our brief thoughts on CM Punk's uh, fight, if I guess if you can call it that, John, I'm not really sure, uh, whatever that was from Saturday at UFC 225, and I'm a big Punk fan, but we'll talk all about that momentarily, and of course, we're previewing, predicting, we're doing all the, the breakdowns of the NXT TakeOver Chicago card, as well as Money in the Bank this coming weekend. So before we get started here, John, of course, you're on the Twitter machine, you're on YouTube, a real honestly with John Ritland. Where can the people find you, my man? Uh, well, they can find me if they want to go to that Reborn Again on Twitter. There is a link for my uh, YouTube page in the bio. If I haven't blocked anybody yet, by the way, if they're listening. By the way, if I have blocked you, get at get at somebody that knows me. And if I blocked you wrongly, let me know. And I won't block you. You can also find me on, I have an Instagram, oddly enough. I don't know why, but it's Real Honest Jay. Um, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, people can find me there. I would say Facebook, but I keep my Facebook private for reasons. But, yeah, if people want to check out my YouTube YouTube channel, myself and the Durbinator do a few too many videos. I think it's over 1,300 videos now. 95,000 views. Wow. 
That's crazy. crazy. I just hit, I hit 15,000 views like May two years ago. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, cool, I hit that goal, and then I go, oh, wow, geez, two years later, this happened. <laughs> yeah, that's where people can find me. I mean, you get, I mean, if you want to find my best friend on Twitter, you can at, at the underscore the Durban, or at the underscore Durbinator. He doesn't tweet as often as I do. I tweet a little bit too much, but it is what it is. Sometimes I have to tweet a bunch to keep myself sane during wrestling. That's the beauty of Twitter. You can tweet when you want. You can tweet what you want. If you can't take the tweet, you got to get off the Twitter machine. That's what I say. But yeah, people can find you on the Twitter machine at Reborn Again. Uh, love the content that you and the Derbinator do on your channel, whether it's the, the wrestling reviews for Raw and SmackDown or the movie reviews that you yourself do, John, on the channel. Uh, it's grown exponentially in recent years, and it's great to watch, so people can definitely check out that content. And you're always putting up new stuff, so uh, people will never have a shortage of content to check out on the channel. Um, but did you talk about Dominion on your channel from a few days ago, John? I actually reviewed yeah, I did review it. I reviewed it completely tired. It was like a 31-minute review. I've realized a lot of my New Japan reviews, and by the way, for anybody that isn't too familiar, um, no, I was not watching New Japan Live last year, but started watching that Wrestle Kingdom this year, and I've watched what I can. But a lot of my big events, Wrestle Kingdom, or a lot of big events, Wrestle Kingdom Strong Style Evolved, New Beginning in Sapporo, which was at the end of January, and those kinds can go between 20 and 30 minutes, and I think I did 31 for Dominion, but yeah, mm-hmm. I reviewed it. I enjoyed it. I mean, I stay up, if I can't watch them live, I mean, I'll just stay up and watch it. But yeah, I enjoy, I enjoyed Dominion. I uh, There were a couple matches that I wasn't the biggest fan of, because it was like a nine-match card. Yeah. Um, and I know, I know you, I know you, I mean, you keep up on a lot of stuff, Graham, so I know you aren't always able to keep up on Japan, but you're familiar with some of them. I don't know if you're familiar with a team named Rapogni 3K. It's interesting that you bring that up because I literally just talked about that when I was recording Hashtag, answering your questions as well. People go check that out. It's up on it. It's going to be posted by the time this goes up. Um, But I was doing my top three matches of the week. Yeah, check out his stuff. Yeah, check out his stuff, guys. Thanks, John. I appreciate that. But uh, you mentioned Rapungi 3K on, on Ring of Honor TV this week. They actually faced the Briscoes for the Ring of Honor Tag Team titles. And I'm like, huh, Rapungi 3K. Because I'm obviously very familiar with Rapungi Vice, with Beretta and Rocky Romero. But they broke up last year. Honestly, I had no idea. I had no clue they broke up. I knew Beretta and uh, Chuck Taylor were doing their thing as best friends. But I thought Rapungi Vice was still a thing in Japan until I looked it up after I saw the Dominion results. I'm like, holy shit. I didn't know they broke up. Um, but yeah, I did see them for the first time a couple days ago when I watched Ring of Honor TV, and they had a great match. And uh, yeah, they're awesome. Rapungi 3K is very good. They're they're really good. They were in the best of Super Juniors. You had uh, Yo, who's a bit of the lighter one, like the smaller one, and then you have Show, who's a bit a bit bigger. I mean, Grant, they're both still small compared yeah. to a lot of guys. But if I remember right, I mean, it's like I've had to look back on some of the stuff, but it's like I believe they were Young Lions, which means they start off with a limited move set and that kind of stuff, and then they go on, they eat losses and eat losses, but it's about gaining experience. And then as they gain more respect from the veterans, are allowed to do more moves, get taught more moves. I think they went on excursion, which um, they went on excursion year to other Japanese promotions or even to Mexico, because I know they have a partnership with CMLL. Yeah. But I'm not sure what led to the breakup, because, again, you know, it's hard for, to keep every single thing in my head. But Rocky Romero is pretty much there 
spokesperson, manager. I mean, he still wrestles. He's, he, he is good. Yeah. But, yeah, Sho and Yo are pretty much like the stars of the group. Like, that's they, they have a very catchy theme. And they faced the Young Bucks for the, or I think they defended the IWGP Junior uh, Heavyweight Tag Team titles at Wrestle Kingdom where the Bucks beat them, and then the Bucks lost at uh, New Beginning and Sapporo a few weeks later. When the Bucks suddenly are not holding every single tag title. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, Pretty much. No, there was Republic Game 3K and like Con- versus Connemaro and El Desperado. I mean, this is just a brief thing, a brief summary of the review. But um, it for for a match that featured some really good junior heavyweights, it had it. It, it was very short, and I was very disappointed by that. But they had other matches like Juice Robinson, who was uh, CJ Parker in NXT. Yeah and floundering is super over. I mean, I don't know, have you, have you done much of his work in Japan? I have seen some of his matches. Yeah, the guy's really come a long way. I think I might have seen his Okada match from last year that might have been from the G1. That, yeah, no, I, I, actually, I actually did go I did go back and see some of the stuff from 2017 that I wasn't able to see live. But yeah, his stuff, he's now you're currently feuding with Jay White, it seems, who's the U.S. champion who beat Kenny Omega mm-hmm. uh New beginning of Sapporo Day 2 um, back in January. And it's interesting, you have a guy who's basically still kind of a hippie. I mean, he, he seemed to have stole Bruce Beefcake's pants, but hopefully, but but actually has better charisma than Bruce Beefcake. Yeah. <laughs> Which isn't difficult, but yeah, they got, it was Juice Robinson and David Finley versus Jay White and Yoshihashi, who's known as a headhunter, which insert your jokes here but that, it seems like they're going with Jay White versus uh, Juice Robinson at the G1 special they're doing um, they had a really good uh, tag title match I mean I might skip over a couple matches that happened on the show but they had the they had the Young Bucks who are the never open weight six man tag champs with Marty, along with Marty Skrull they faced Evil and Sonata which I'm not Sonata. It, it, I'm so glad he got away from the great Sonata stuff that impacted. Oh, yeah, that was terrible. That was awful. Yeah. I mean, well, they did better with him than they did with Okada. Let's. Be oh honest. yeah, yeah, true, very true. God, but yeah, that was a really, really good match. I might. I, I don't know if it'll be on my matches of the year list, but <laughs> and you know, we talked about this, and people who are familiar with me, not the biggest fan of the Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. I, I don't hate them as people. I feel they're more video game wrestlers, but I credit them for adding more psychology to their matches, and I credit them for being themselves and being, you know, and being who they are, and not, you know, pardon, pardon the pun, you know, for this buck the system. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and being yeah, them, Omega, and a few others, but they um, they face Evil Sonata, and it was a really really good match. It was good psychology. I was really worried that I think, I think it was Nick. I think it was Nick, because I think Matt's the one selling his back, but Nick did this spot where he's supposed to kick the uh, post. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, I mean, it's like it just, I, I or he was supposed to kick, I think, Evil, but Evil ducked out of the way, and just the sound the foot made when they hit the ropes, you'll know when you see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was just really, really good. It was like really good, it was like good psychology and stuff. Yeah, it seems some parts of the match where I think he had fallen off the ropes at one point, because like you said, Matt's been selling the back recently, Nick sold... 
I think that, I forgot what it was exactly, but there was a lot more psychology in this match than you would expect from your typical Young, from your typical young Bucks match, which is what made it so good, like you yeah. said. Well, that's why the, the match they had with the Golden Lovers, Omega and Ibushi, had strong style of all on my matches of the year list. If I made an entire list of just WWE, NXT, New Japan matches, because those are the only promotions I keep up with, <coughs> on a regular basis at least, they that match would be at least number 10, number 10, if not number like 8. So yeah. It, it was that good because mm-hmm. it was really good storytelling. Um. But yeah, there are a few too many titles in Japan. I mean, as big of a as big of a roster as it is, or it's few, I don't get the never open weight stuff. But I guess it's because junior heavyweights and heavyweights can defend it. It doesn't really matter. But you had like Michael Elgin in a three way match, and I don't care for Michael Elgin. I, I and I think people can know why. Yeah, that 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 should be pretty obvious. Yeah, you're not the only one. And I, I will give him credit as far as between the ropes. He is certainly not bad. He has some good strength. I don't think he is nearly as good as people say he is, but that it's also subjective. I mean, just because I think Brett's the super greatest superstar of all time, Brett Hart, doesn't mean that other people will. Yeah. Just because I don't mind Sid Vicious in the ring doesn't mean that other you know others won't try to crucify me. Yeah, I know exactly. Just yeah, keep the scissors, just keep the scissors away from Sid. <laughs> Yeah, it's different for everyone. But, no, the the best matches. I mean, just and I'm not going to run through the card and everything, all the card. But there was there was a really good six man match: Ray Liger and Tanahashi versus Cody, Hangman Page, and Marty Skrull. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing how over Skrull is in Japan. I mean, I'm not, I'm not I'm not discounting him, but I'm just saying his entrance, his look. The guy's a star. You know, the, the he's a star, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, the, guy, the guy's a great star. The guy's yeah. a great star, and he's perfect for where he is. Ring of Honor in Japan, he's bouncing back. But the Plague Doctor look that he has, which is really good, or Clockwork Orange type stuff, whatever you want to call it. I mean, actually, the Clockwork Orange is what Jericho what Jericho had for his look. For his entrance, yeah, I, I saw that, which was really cool, yeah. Did, did you, did, you, know, you did see pictures of yeah. I did, yeah. The guy just yeah, keeps on versus... continuing to reinvent himself. It's amazing with his look and ring work and everything. I mean, i got to ask you, were you surprised by the fact that he took home the IWGP Intercontinental Championship? You know, I wasn't as surprised as others, and here's why. Because <clears throat> they've been building this thing with Naito for a while. Naito was not going to... Uh, not. After Naito did not beat Okada at Wrestle Kingdom, Naito wasn't going to... Naito didn't want the uh, Intercontinental title. So even after he beat Minoru Suzuki at uh, Hinokuni, I believe that's where he beat him. Um, sorry, some of the events uh, sort of mixed together for me. Yeah. They have a lot of big events. <laughs> but after he beat him, he didn't want the title. He even left the title in the ring while his LAJ members you know, celebrate it with them and stuff like that. Hey, you got a title, great. Mm-hmm. And then you have um, the, uh, you have, uh, so you had that, you had Naito not wanting the title. He, you know, he didn't want the Air Continental title, he wanted the world title. Mm-hmm. And then Jericho's cutting him down, cutting him down. You know, if you're too tranquilo, tranquilo, or however the hell you say that, I always uh, pronounce the Q a little too much on that. Yeah, I can't, but, I can't pronounce it either. Tranquilo? Yeah. I don't know. Tranquilo is how I pronounce it. But Tranquilo, The yeah. whole point is is that, you know, Naito was being a little too, I don't want to say cocky. He wasn't being cocky. 
but he was being like where he wasn't taking it as seriously. Mm-hmm. And hence why Jericho beat him for the title. I mean, well, that and a low blow. And there were a couple table spots. You'll, you'll see what I'm talking about. A couple scary table spots. Because those tables ain't meant to break over there in Japan. Um, but, yeah, there was some good, there was some good stuff. I wasn't really too surprised to see Jericho win. My, my disappointment is he's not going to be at the G1 special. Apparently, I did see him say that. I know he said that he wasn't that he wants to kind of like calculate it a certain way, where he's only appearing at certain shows. So he like he won't be at all in. He won't be at the G One special. So I'm not sure when we're going to see him next in New Japan. But he is the current IC. He is the current you know Intercontinental Champion. So he has to show up soon, right? I th- yeah. I mean, I don't think they have anything where it's like a ten or, or like a thirty day defense because. If they had a 30-day defense, I mean, all due respect to Okada, who's a tremendous champion, he shows up every night. He only defended it 12, 13 times in, like, almost two years, but they made each title defense seem special. Yeah, exactly. But they had, going back to the match before, I wasn't really surprised, though, before with Jericho beating Naito, because I'm like, okay, it's going to be a transitional reign. If Jericho has it past August, I'll be amazed. I don't know what their big special is in August. Because I know they have the big G1, uh, like, you know, tournament block stuff that they're going to have, I think, all live shows for. Mm-hmm. At least I hope they're all live shows and none of this BOD stuff. But they had Hiromu versus Will Ospreay. And that was really good. I don't know how much you've been able to see of Hiromu. Cause I, I think he's made some appearances on Ring of Honor. Um, possibly. I'm not sure. Yeah, he, well, well, I mean, yeah, they, I, I can't see because it's like you keep up on Ring of Honor way more, and I know they have a co-branding with uh, New Japan sometimes. For Ta- for Tanahashi, you mean? Hiromu Takahashi. The oh, Takahashi. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, with, with Daryl. Okay. Yeah, Daryl. The one yeah. that Daryl with him. The one where Daryl has recently appeared in a couple of vignettes where I think they said he's almost back from vacation, which I don't quite get. He's a stuffed <laughs> plush cat, but okay. <laughs> I think he actually was at one of the recent pay-per-views. I think he was at Super Card of Honor. Because I know who Takahashi is. Yeah, he was at one of the recent shows. Okay. That's good. No, he's really good. It's an interesting game. But him and Osprey had a really good match. Um, Really good IWGP Junior Heavyweight uh, match. And then, of course, you have the big one. uh, Okada Omega. Which I have seen all their matches before. Like, you know, I, I... sat down and watched all of them like in a day which you need to devote about you know a couple hours to watch yeah the three matches and things like but the build and the Wrestle Kingdom 11 match which was good that Okada won and then the draw they had in Dominion and then the 60 minute draw which was really good last year and then <laughs> Omega beating Okada in the G1 mm-hmm. which I thought was which I thought was really cool but yeah, this one, this was really, really well done. There, there are a lot of people who say it's like Flair Steamboat. It's like this kind of stuff. I go, I go, I'm not, I, I'm not speaking ill. Uh, there has been stuff. The only stuff about Omega I didn't necessarily like was the wrestling, the grade school girl. But that was years ago. I mean, I don't hold it against him. I, it's just, it's just not something I would have done. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go full Jim Cornette here and wish that he <laughs> it'll be ostracized or you know killed from business or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I and I get it. I mean, I love Jim Cornette, but sometimes I'm like Jim, Jim, Jim. Dial yeah, he goes a little too far now. sometimes. Yeah, with his analysis <laughs> of certain things. Russo, except, yeah, except when he talks about Russo or Barry 
other aspects in the U.S. that I'll just I'll just allude to that. But Omega and Okada told a perfect story. I honestly thought that Okada was going to win. Mm-hmm. I honestly did. You're not the only one. I saw a and lot of people else. thinking, predicting that Okada was going to retain the title. Yeah. Well, it's because here's why. Like, I mean, you had Omega who, I mean, he wrestled Jericho, wrestled Kingdom, and he, he lost the U.S. title Jay White, and he reunited with uh, Kota Ibushi, so he's in a tag team. <laughs> and then after beating uh, Tanahashi, Okada challenges, you know, he challenges um, Omega to a match. And so it's like, okay, well, it's, I'm thinking that Cody's going to cost him the match because they're still going on with that feud that will probably not be over for a while. Yeah. But, and they had a bushy at ringside with a towel, and I'm thinking, ooh. I saw people say that, yeah. I have yet to see the full match myself, but that's a great storytelling touch there. Well, because the thing is, is they have a a thing where I had to go back and watch it, um, like, sometime, like, recently, but after Dominion. (laughs) But Omega cost a bushy a match against AJ Styles in 2015. Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, so I, I this is what I think's going to happen. Omega's going to retain, by the way, a great match, by the way, and finally, Don Callis, like, freaking losing it. Ke- Callis, Kevin Kelly, the Callis, especially losing it when Omega got the victory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was great stuff. Yeah, I mean, they're a great commentary team. Yeah, I mean, my only problem is, I think Callis, to me, is at times reaches Jesse Ventura levels of heel in WCW where it seems like he's trying too hard. But Callis does know his shit. And yeah. Kevin Kelly, vastly, vastly underrated, in my opinion. I agree. Guy's great. I mean, <clears throat> I'm amazed he can hold out, like, you know, Naito's, uh, Tetsuya Naito's uh, finisher's Destino, and he always holds out the O at the end, mm-hmm. which I'm amazed by because I can barely say Destino without stumbling over it. So, <laughs> but... Um, I think what's going to happen is they're going to have Cody's going to lose to Omega at G1. They're going to build this whole thing where Ibushi might win the G1, the G, you know, the G1 tournament. Yeah. And they build up this whole thing, the Wrestle Kingdom, where it's going to be Omega versus Ibushi. And it's it going to be friends and friends and that kind of stuff, but Ibushi's going to cheat and he's going to beat him. Which leads That's to Ibushi Omega at the at Wrestle Kingdom next year, you think? For the IWGP title, I think so. Well, no, no, I, th- I think that's what's going to happen. I think that um, I think they're going to do a whole friend, friend, you know, friend versus friend thing. Yeah. After Ibushi oh, wins G one, I mean, this is of course different. There's a lot of curveballs. Some good, some bad. Yeah, no, things can change between now and then. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of time. Yeah, anything can change. But they, I think they're going to build to Ibushi versus Omega at Wrestle Kingdom thirteen. I think that's what's going to happen. And I think we're going to get Okada versus Jericho. I could certainly see that. I could definitely see that, yeah. And Okada could win. the. Maybe they have Jericho hold the IC title for that long, and and Okada wins it there. That's possible. Has he held the Intercontinental title before? I don't think so, right? I, you know, if he if he has, I can't I can't recall right now. New Japan's had so many champions. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I'm just it's like I, I know that he I, he will win the IWGP Heavyweight Title again a couple times because he's only thirty, and he's got tons of years left. But yeah, he does. I think yeah. that I think it would be a, a nice little prize for him mm-hmm. to like say, yeah, we're going to go with you and do that. Because 
be a step down. I mean, sheesh, he was he was champion for almost two years, and he's had like twenty five successful title defenses among all those, you know, those reigns that he's had. I I think he's a made man by this point. Yeah, I would say Omega the same. Yeah, by great. this point, absolutely. But that's what I think they're going to do. I think they could do with Bushi Omega Wrestle Kingdom 13, and I think they could do Okada versus Jericho for the IC title, if Jericho holds it that long. Could that be the swan song of Omega in, in New Japan, you think? Or do you think? I mean, I know there's been obviously a lot of rumors no. regarding Omega and the Elite and everyone else going to WWE. Do you think that could be Omega's final match, and do you think that would be the best way for no. him to kind of wrap up his New Japan run? No. He said just as much after he had won the title. I mean, after, after he'd won the IWGP title. And I mean, yeah, you can say in the moment, and of course, never say never in wrestling, but he said to the fans, did you think I was going away? I don't think they're going away. I don't think he's going away. I don't think the Bucks are going away. People are like, oh, but they can make big money in WWE. That's great, but can look at all the talent that they have in WWE currently that are being underutilized yeah. or not utilized at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Omega and the Young Bucks may be used on NXT. They would have to slow down dramatically, especially Omega. Well, because Omega, the reason he can deliver such great matches, I mean, he does. I mean, you, I don't care for the facial expressions. Sometimes I think he goes a little too animated. But the guy's an incredible, the guy's an incredible athlete. I will, I will not deny that at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but no, it's like after their NXT run, what, what are they going to do? Go on the main roster, go on Raw, and be like working like five minute matches. No, exactly. It's not going to be the same. At least now that while they're at the peak of their popularity, I I don't think it's the right move. Oh no no no! I'm not I'm not I'm not saying that you're that you're wrong for asking. I mean, it, it certainly makes sense. <laughs> but to me, after the season the fifth thing that they did, that WWE did, yeah, did that just recently in the last couple of months, months. Yeah. I mean, that might have burned it. I there could be people that leave New Japan to go to WWE. There's no doubt. About no doubt about that. But there are going to be just as many, to me, leaving WWE going to New Japan between this year and 2020. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Would I be opposed to Omega and the Young Bucks going? No, I just think that it wouldn't be the best move for them. They can control their own destiny, so to speak. They get better merch money. <laughs> yes, they would have a bigger platform for merch with WWE, but they would have to split the profits more. Yeah, no, it's different with the Young Bucks. and I mean, they're making so much money on their own right now with the merchandise, and like you said, with the Ring of Honor deal, the, the New Japan deal, it's just not worth going over. Maybe at some point down the road, but at least right now, I don't think it's worth the risk. Well, I remember, I don't, I don't remember who said it. I mean, Jared, Jared might have said it, and it might have been before he got, you know, before he got sober, so that might explain why he said it, but he said the wrestling's due for another boom. He might even said it back when Impact um, was maybe not first starting, but, you know, a few years afterwards. Yeah. But <laughs> wrestling's due for another boom. That's true, and I think it is. I mean, Impact's even doing better, all things considered, than it was. Ring of Honor's doing pretty well. I think they drew, what, 6,000, 6,000 plus um, WrestleMania weekend for mm-hmm. one of their shows, if I remember right. They got Cody. They got a good amount of guys there. They still have. They got guys like Scorpio Sky, who I think is really good. 
been around for a while. He's really good. Christopher Daniels, who isn't a spring chicken, but is really good. Yeah, no, they have a lot of they good talent the on the roster currently. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they have the Briscoes. Just don't ask one of them about gay people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that I was from like five years ago, but I, I do recall that. Yeah. I think that's Jay. That's Jay, wasn't it? That's Jay. Definitely Jay. Yeah. Yeah. It's it Jay and Mark, right? Jay and Mark. Yep. That that those okay, are the brothers' yeah, names, I, but it was I, Jay I, that I made the comment. Yeah. I've only Mark is the one that doesn't have a couple teeth, right? Because it happened in the match. That's Mark. Yep. Yeah, I feel <laughs> poor guy. <laughs> that's just rough. That's that. That's just. I mean, kudos to him for continuing to wrestle. I mean, considering what happened to Cesaro. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah, and he's still he's still paying the. Uh, Told for that with the braces. I think he still has the braces. I'm not sure. That makes sense. Well, I remember when he had the mouthpiece and he was finally allowed to cut promos. Oh, yeah, I that was awful. Was doing, I think he was just doing the promos just to fuck with everybody, just make Miz and Sheamus laugh and, like, whoever laughed. And it was working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I felt bad for Cesaro. I saw that and... <laughs> Buddy Chris and I were the derp. We're watching like ooh ooh, and then we see afterwards we're like, oh, the teeth didn't get knocked out. They got shoved up. Ah, yeah. Ow. That was and almost he still wrestled. Almost as ugly of a sight as CM Punk getting dominated at UFC twenty uh, two twenty five on Saturday. We're gonna get your thoughts on that too, real quick before we move on. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. I mean, I, we might actually push the takeover predictions. It depends because Money in the Bank's a pretty big card, so I might talk about takeover another time. But before we go any further, your thoughts, uh, real quick, on UFC two twenty five Punk versus uh, Mike Jackson. He shouldn't have tried to fight again. That's it. Yeah. That's Coming off his just, first fight. Yep. I give him. I, I I give him credit. I give the man credit. I I'm glad he won that um that trial with WWE. It was a bullshit trial. I'm glad he won. I I'm still a fan of Punk, even if he wouldn't be a fan of me because he would find out that I was a wrestling fan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But <laughs> but Punk. Shouldn't have tried. I give him credit, but he shouldn't have tried to fight. Well, now that he's lost, he went. To, oh no, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. It's just to me, he lasted longer than I expected. But he still, it, he was facing a guy that I think was an MMA reporter that decided to get into MMA. I thought he was a uh, a pop artist singer. Oh no, wait, no, no, wrong, Mike Jackson. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That, that match was no thriller. I think we could say that. That match was no thriller whatsoever. That that fight, I should say. I'm sorry. Not match. You would get mad well, at me for no, saying that. No, 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 no. It's, you're not bad. Not bad. You know it. Shimon. <laughs> that, is, that is the jam. So many Michael Jackson puns going on here. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of Michael Jackson. Um, a lot of Michael Jackson puns. It's more entertaining well, than the fight. The time, so. no. I don't know. And well, now that he's lost, do you think he should hang it up? I mean, you said it right there. I already know your answer, but you think he should hang it up after the loss on Saturday? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, he doesn't he do like comic book stuff? Like, isn't he like trying to do some stuff in Hollywood? Maybe some stuff in comic comic books? Like, yeah, he does that stuff anyway. Man. Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah. Do that kind of stuff. If he's he's friends with Batista still. If he wants to get in some movies. I think Batista has enough connections to help him. Mm-hmm. But definitely agree with that, yeah. Loan, I just hope he doesn't loan him any of the skinny jeans. <laughs> yeah, I, I, hope, I would hope not. Skinny, got his skinny jeans ripping on Raw. That was just freaking ridiculous. 
Mm -hmm. That was a metaphor for his entire 2014 run. All due respect to Batista, but just that was such a metaphor for his run. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he should hang it up. And I mean, there are people like, oh, he should show up at All In, guys. If he doesn't want to wrestle anymore, I don't care. Selfishly, I would love to see him at All In and maybe make an appearance at Ring of Honor and Japan. But if he doesn't want to wrestle anymore, he shouldn't have to. Yeah, I don't think it's happening. I really don't. I mean, just just looking at if you if you heard the interviews that he cut over the course of the weekend, with them asking whether he would be all in doing a wrestling appearance again, he was pretty adamant about not doing it. So I think he's just done with wrestling, just in total, and it's a shame. But I, I, I you know at least at least for the foreseeable future, as in like the next couple of years. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm sure it's going to get a lot of. You know, CM Punk chance in Chicago this weekend. Even though he is from Chicago, I would hope that won't be, you know, a common theme throughout the night, especially with so many dead matches. I would not, you know, John, I'll ask you this: what, what what's the over under? How many? What's the maximum amount of CM Punk chance you think we will hear this weekend during the course of the Money in the Bank pay per view during matches like Rousey and Jax or Zayn and Lashley? What, what's the over under there? You think? If we don't hear three to five chants per match, and I mean per match, like there is not one match, maybe uh, Styles versus Nakamura's are still going to get that. Um, <clears throat> but I say three to five per match, and you will probably get a few during the pre-show. Mm-hmm. I it just there it, at least fifty, at least fifty times. Yeah, I think that might be being generous, I'm, just because, yeah, with, with him being in Chicago and coming off the fight and people want him to come back and that whole thing and the, and the show, I don't know, on paper, I mean, it's the, the build has been super lackluster, and maybe not during the latter matches, but at least during the, the, the dead matches, I would expect we'll hear a lot of chance. So like Daniel Bryan and Big Cass, who cares? <laughs> What'd you say? So every other match then besides the latter matches is what you're saying. Pretty much, pretty much. I mean, I'll start. We'll start from the top here, and then or work our way to the top from the bottom. Starting with the kickoff show for the SmackDown Tag Team Titles, it's the Bludgeon Brothers versus Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. I mean, assuming we still have a tag team division right now, because we never see the tag team divisions on either Raw or SmackDown nowadays. It's a fucking mess. Um, but if you care about this match, and you might not, because I certainly don't, who do you think walks away the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, John? Is my guess, Bludgeon Brothers. I mean, I, I did my own predictions, which you can listen to after you listen to this and listen to me just F up everything or fuck up <laughs> everything because I forgot that Bobby Roode... I forgot Bobby Roode was in the ladder match. Good. And I had to Good. remind myself during the recording. But <clears throat> Bludgeon Brothers are going to win. I think Sandy shows up afterwards, beats up Gallows and Anderson, or shows up and faces off with the Bludgeon Brothers. And then maybe we get that match with Extreme Rules or something. I could see that. I could I certainly mean, see that. I mean, Sanity's you know, been uh, conspicuous by their absence on SmackDown recently, so I would assume they have to show up at some point soon, right? They have to. Well, I mean, they're 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 more active than AOP. I mean, we haven't even had any plugs for AOP. I was gonna say, have they? Uh, are they even still employed at this point? Like, I'm kind of confused. Ellering Ellering locked him in a garage, I guess, because they got rid of him as a manager. Hey, you know what? That's more of a storyline explanation than anything that Creative has given us over the last month or so. So, John, you might not be far off there. So, I have the Bludgeon Brothers. Do you? you? 
I gotta agree. I mean, I like Gallows and Anderson, but it seems like they're simply being set up just to be fed to the Bludgeon Brothers. I would keep the belts on them for a little while longer and then set them up for a feud of sanity coming out of this show. So, yeah, I would have to agree. I think Bludgeon Brothers are walking away still the tag team champions. And assuming it happens on the show, I'm not seeing it here on the lineup on the card. Um, I don't think it is. I think I, I'm not exactly sure because it's not being advertised, but assuming it is, Woken Matt Hardy, Bray Wyatt versus the B teams, Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas for the Raw Tag Team titles. If the match does happen, John, who do you got? See, I actually talked about if the match happened on my own predictions because I don't know either, honestly. And I recorded mine last night. Today, we don't know if it's happening. The leaders, I have the leaders uh, winning. I, to me, the B team, they have a great theme. I just. The act is already like okay, we, we've had our fun. I completely agree. I feel like it has a short shelf life. Yeah. Um, oh god, they're gonna bring Hornswoggle back. Not again. Anyway, again? Yeah, we just saw him two months ago. Oh no. They ship him. They ship him the overhead compartment. Is my question. Hey, you know, it would save money on a seat. You know, you wouldn't be wrong there. I mean, it's true. They. The leaders, I have the leaders of the world winning, and then I think it's pretty much going to be the same thing with the SmackDown. I have AOP showing up, laying out uh, the the leaders of the world, mm-hmm. and then we built to that match Extreme Rules, and maybe you go to SummerSlam and you have AOP win the belts there if you don't put them on at Extreme Rules. I can see that. I can certainly see that happening. That's what I want to happen, but it seems like they have no sort of plan for the Raw Tag Team division whatsoever, so I'm not optimistic in the slightest. I'm not either. It's nothing against Matt and Bray. I mean, I know know you've met Matt a few times, um, and I've heard he's... Very nice guy, absolutely, yeah. But it's like, but I, and and this is me, this is just me saying it, so, I mean, I don't think Matt can listen to this but if <laughs> if he happens to this is me this is my opinion but Matt <laughs> it's sad to watch Matt try to wrestle now yeah because he can't he can't even move and I mean it, it, look that happens to everybody him and Jeff two of the best tag team wrestlers of the last 25 years mm-hmm. they are done and that's not bad I mean it's like they could I don't know how long their contract goes I don't know if it's two years three years if it's three years and it goes to WrestleMania 36 that's going to be it but this could be Matt their final Bray, run period yeah well I mean that's it well I mean Matt can sort of move I mean Jeff really can't run anymore Jeff's not even on the card no he's not I mean I know he wrestled on Smackdown this week but um yeah no US Championship defense which is interesting Unless they suddenly happened last minute, but yeah, I just I, Bray and Matt are really the team. I mean, Bray to me, even with this little bit of a reboot thing, is having good because they booked him absolute shit for four years. Yeah, no, exactly. He was a loser for so long; it's hard to care about the guy. Former WWE champion Bray Wyatt. Still hard to believe that because of how badly they botched it. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, it's it's still surreal to say even a year later. And he was champion for almost two months, and mm-hmm. I barely remember. Oh, and they and then they did nothing with Luke Harper, where they could have put Luke in the match. Well, don't even get me started hey, on Luke Harper got... and the fact they botched him to hell. Yeah. God, that was just so bad. I was like, why didn't you make it a triple threat mm-hmm. and not have maggots projected on the on the uh, mat? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, no, it was a fucking. No, that, that was a mess. 
But uh, so assume- you have the leaders winning. I uh, yeah, I got the leaders winning too. If the match happens again, I don't think it will. I mean, we already have a, enough matches as it is, but I'll, I'm just going off the assumption that it will at some point. So I mean, even if it happens on Raw, I'll say the deleters of worlds will win that one. Um, we'll just get all the matches. I don't. I mean, there's a lot of matches on this card. I don't give a shit about. We'll get the least important ones out of the way first, um, including Bobby Lashley, Sami Zayn. I know you asked me in hashtag this week. Is there any salvaging this feud, or has it been totally torpedoed by creative? And I said. Definitely totally torpedoed. I don't think you can save this feud. Even a double turn, I don't think would be enough to save whatever the fuck this has been over the past month. And honestly, doesn't matter who wins. I don't care who wins. I think Bobby Lashley wins, but flip of the coin and it really doesn't matter. I, I have Lashley destroying Zayn in like five minutes. Um, but there were rumors, and I don't know if that's actually going to happen, but there were rumors that they're going to go with a three or a six, a six-man tag for one of the main events of Extreme Rules, it's supposed to be Reigns, Lashley, and Braun versus Jinder, Zayn, and Owens. Because that sounds appealing. That sounds terrible. I, w- I hope not, but that sounds it, terrible. Would you be surprised if they did it? Not at all. That's the thing. Not at all. Right. <laughs> I, I have Lashley winning. I do not care about the feud. The Lashley Sisters segment, I mean, you, you I, I don't know if you saw the review I did where I talked about that, but I just like, this made it made me ashamed to be a this feud has made me ashamed to be a wrestling fan. Yeah. At times. Mm-hmm. And I like both these guys. Zayn is one of the best sellers, one of the best wrestlers. Lashley is a super athlete. Probably shouldn't be cutting promos, even though he's better at it. He should have a mouthpiece. That's just my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> but this feud is dead. Yes, yeah, this, this feud ain't going anywhere. So. Uh, it does again doesn't matter, but who do you have going over regardless? Lashley. Lashley, yeah. Yeah, I mean I was gonna say do you think it's the end of the feud, but clearly not if we're if we're projecting a six man tag team match for the next pay per view. God save us all, but whatever. Uh the match is what it is. Hopefully it doesn't go over five minutes, and even that feels like a little too long. Um that being said though, Daniel Bryan a big cast. John, I know you're you're a huge big cast fan. He's one of your favorites on the roster right now. I mean, how can oh, he not be? Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, he's facing this uh, this indie darling named Daniel Bryan. Uh, who do you got going over here? I, mean, I hate myself for doing this, but I think they're going to extend this feud to extreme rules. So I have Cass winning. I agree. I, I completely agree with that. Yeah. It's I, because he's tall and Daniel Bryan's short. That that's essentially it. That is really all what this feud is about, anyway. <laughs> so um, I mean, again, I don't. Hopefully they can surprise us with this match on Sunday just because their first match was really not any good at all. Um, but, you know, with, I don't know if they throw a stip on there at Extreme Rules. I would really just rather this feud end on Sunday. And we can all fucking move on. And Daniel Bryan is being wasted in this program because Big Cass is not worth the investment at all. No, but he's tall. That's what Vince has got to be thinking. Look, he's tall. Hey, he's big. Um, he's big. He's Big Cass. So that that's it. But, yeah, I, I have Big Cass winning, even though I mean, if Daniel Bryan wins, I'll be happy to have this one wrong, because honestly, I, <clears throat> no, I don't care. Here's the thing. I even thought last year, like after the breakup, like him and Enzo, there's a chance maybe Cass could be a big star, or at least a good mid-card heel, or a good mid-card, you know, tall guy. Yeah. And then he got injured, and then he has not, he's gotten in worse shape since coming back. Like, how is that possible? <laughs> you're, you're, 
you're supposed to get in better shape during your time off, which I get it. Knee injuries are no joke. I've, I've never had any, I've never had any, you know, torn tendons of like AC, of like ACL. I tore my, I partially tore my M- MCL and PCL, <clears throat> but you know, I can imagine it's tough to come back, especially somebody that tall, a lot of tall people, the human body was only made to be certain heights, not necessarily that height. Yeah even with good genetics. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, and I mean, you know, some of this is a bit personal, given who, given, you know, people that cast likes, and that much I'll just leave. But, um, I don't mean people in the wrestling business. <laughs> the big ca- he's not any good. He's not any good. He's really not. <laughs> he's really not. But that won't change the fact that he's likely going over on Sunday, like you said, just to extend the feud. So, you're sticking with that, though? Unfortunately, I mean, I want, if I'm wrong on this, I'll be happy. Yeah, like, this is one of those play. matches where I would be thrilled to be wrong, but unfortunately, I don't think we will because they want to give Cass at least one win in this thing, so I would not be at all surprised, and I am fully expecting for him to go over on Sunday. Um, for the SmackDown Women's Championship, we got Carmella and Asuka going at it for the belt. Uh, again, the feud's really been non-existent. I really don't have much to say about the feud at all. I hope the match is better than whatever the fuck we saw at Backlash with Carmella and Charlotte, because oh that sucked. Um, but I, I, that's, that's really all I got to say about this. I do think Carmella's going to hold on to the championship for a little longer. I hope she doesn't pin Asuka clean. That would be beyond stupid. Um, but we'll see. But yeah, I got, um, I got Carmella uh, retaining the title here. What about you, John? I, I I have Carmella winning also, I, and of course, you know, I have, not that I've made it obvious on Twitter in my reviews, I have a disdain for Carmella. Um, and I don't have a disdain for her as a person. I, From my understanding, people who have met her, and from interviews, she seems very likable, she does seem to respect the business, which is more than I can say for some women's champions, like Sable. Mm-hmm. So she's better than she's better than Sable. She's better than Kelly Kelly, but that's not a high mark. <laughs> she's she's good at getting heat, but I don't know if it's the right kind of heat because it's it's people say it's like the Iconics. I'm like, but the Iconics actually can wrestle. Carmella's not that good. Remember that rest hold that she had on Charlotte for like about five thousand years? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm all for working a body part. I'm all for old school shit, but like I think Medusa. Um, even said, oh, well, people don't understand the old school thing. Well, there's old school, and then there's, hey, we don't know what the fuck we're doing, so let's just do a rest hold for five minutes. Mm-hmm. Thank you, O4 Orton. <laughs> yeah. No, but, exactly. Yeah, I have Carmella winning. It's either going to be interference or Carmella's going to get knocked out outside and count out. That would be the worst possible thing for them to do, which is exactly why they'll probably do it. Well, yeah, I mean, of course, I mean, well, the worst case scenario is usually what they do. I mean, it's like, I didn't have a, my problem is, is they've completely blown this whole thing with Asuka, like anybody benefiting from beating Asuka's streak. Yeah, Charlotte pretty much, yeah. It. Okay, Charlotte was, yeah, Charlotte was out of it and lost, like, you know, to a cash in. Okay. You just undid everything with Asuka, though. And then she lost, I mean, she didn't lose. Becky took the ball in the tag match. That Oscar had, like, soon after, I think, like, the week after. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Like, cool, okay, we've just turned, I mean, and people can have their opinions about Oscar all they want. I personally love her gimmick, obviously, as anybody that follows me on Twitter will know. Mm -hmm. Um, But, 
you know, she could probably easily kick my ass in like five seconds, but it'd be worth it. But <laughs> she, she is, she is, um, no, she's, she's really good. I, everybody's got to lose eventually. It's not like Goldberg, like Oscar can come back from this. And I, I wasn't, I wasn't too keen on Charlotte beating her until I thought more about it. And I had a lot to think about because the show was about 17 hours. Yeah. But I was like, you know, that, this, that, that wasn't a bad deal because it was a little surprising to see Asuka lose. Mm-hmm. But she had a 900-something day undefeated streak. I mean, come on. Yeah, I know. She had to have lost How at some point. How long do you need yeah. to go with it? Yeah. But I have Carmella winning. I mean, if she wins by countout, I won't be against it. It'll be any booking. But it just, to me, Carmella's... Of the champions that they have currently, Carmella is the worst women's champion they have. Oh, that's easily yeah. I no, I, I I would say the same thing for sure. I mean, I'm not a big fan of Nia Jax, but I don't. I, I do like Shayna no. Baszler. I know you're not the biggest fan, but I, I do like them a lot more than I do Carmella. At least in the ring, she's not that Here's, good. Nia Jax is a much better, but she's not that good though. Well, Shayna, this much I'll just say quickly about Shayna before we continue the predictions. I I don't hate Shayna. My problem is is with her age. She's like thirty, what seven, thirty eight. Yeah, she's up there. I think. I mean, yeah. A, She's a she's a good athlete. She is legit. She has some really good moves. But I'm sorry. The problem is, is her interest. My interest in her ends when the bell rings. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> she's a good athlete, though. I give her I give her credit for diving into wrestling at her age and doing well. I give her credit for that. I mean, she's 38 and doing good in wrestling. And then of course you have Rosa Mendez, who. <laughs> Not even sure what I can Rosa say about Rosa. Yeah. I mean, I commend her. I I commend her for trying to get better. But the fucking fact that she wants to like, why now though is my question. I mean, if she wants to get better, fine. But I think people forget the fact that she was in the company for a goddamn decade. Then she never won a match because she wasn't good. So I don't know what people are expecting from this revival of Rosa Mendez's career. I mean, hey, you know what? If she if if she wants to, I mean, I think she's been wrestling in the Indies a little bit. I think she actually did win a match recently, according to what somebody said. But if, if she if she wants it where her daughter sees her wrestle, okay, great, hey, great, more power to her. But it's just it, it's to me it's like watching Kelly Kelly back at the 2018 Rumble. I'm like, you know, I didn't need to see her when she first got in the ring. I don't need to see her now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and well, Kelly, I guess Kelly Kelly was just perfect at screaming and head scissors because that's all <laughs> she did. Ah. <laughs> Apparently she's nice. One of my friends said she was nice. I go, okay, great. Yeah, I met her about a year ago. Yeah, she's nice, but in the ring, yeah, she left a lot to be desired. I, I, I mean, I, I don't like to pull the card where I've been, you know, a wrestling fan for as long as I have. But like, I've watched it since I was four. Yeah, I'm not inside the business. I don't know as much, obviously, as anybody that's even been in the business for a few years. Mm-hmm. But I can recognize looking as a fan when people don't know what the fuck they're doing and Kelly Kelly knew, never knew what the fuck she was doing. Yeah, never knew what the fuck Carmella. she was doing. Yeah, but you were saying about Nia Jax. I guess that's a good transition for the match. It is. I was just about to say, uh, this match I've heard could be going over in the main event, which I really, really hope not because I don't think it'll be any good. The whole Nia Jax, I'm a heel, I'm a babyface, fuck bullying, but I'm going to bully this chick anyway. That was weird, but... The whole feud is fucked, but um, uh, fuck it. I'll say Ronda Rousey wins because I don't. Ronda should not be losing at this point, but I also don't want her to have the championship. I mean, I guess I guess you can also give your prediction for the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Well, actually, we'll save that. But for right now, in regards yeah. to this match, 
Nia Jax or Ronda Rousey? Who leaves as Raw Women's Champion? I have Nia Jax winning because I think that the women's Money in the Bank ladder match will actually open the show. I agree. I think they should bookend the show with the two ladder matches. Yeah, I agree. And somebody in that match who is friends with Ronda will not win because of an injury. Yeah. That would be Natty. Mm -hmm. And nothing is Natty. I love Natty. Um, And, of course, Ronda Rousey's husband thinks she's right for the picking. She only said that about 8,000 times in that one episode. It was odd. Mm -hmm. What the hell was that? (laughs) Yeah, very Um, odd. Naya, they're going to play up the whole thing with Naya being, Naya um, and Natty being friends, Rhonda and Natty being friends, and Rhonda and, Rhonda and Naya being at odds. Natty is going to say, I didn't win the briefcase, but I'm going to be in your corner to support you. Mm-hmm. Rhonda's almost, going to have the armbar. She's going to help Naya get to the ropes. Rhonda's not going to see it until she realizes, oh, God, I've been screwed. Natty's going to screw her over when she tries to go for the armbar again. Naya's, going to, Naya's either going to pin her or it's going to be a DQ. Mm-hmm. So but that's the, what I think, and then you're going to build a Natty and Ronda at Extreme Rules, and then Ronda could get a match again from the title of the SummerSlam. So they blow the Natty-Ronda story out of the way come Extreme Rules, you think? Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be the first time they took what could potentially be a few-match feud and you know blow it in one match. Yeah. Wouldn't be the first time, won't be the last time. You, you could have a trip. I mean, you could have a triple threat. You could have like, I mean, maybe not even a non-finish, but you could have Natty weasel her way into a rematch that they're going to have with Jax and. Uh, so Nia Jax at least survives Money in the Bank as Raw Women's Champion. You're saying? I'd be very shocked if she didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and my only thing is, is because I mean, you got Ronda still doing movie stuff. Um, which nothing against her, whatever. Hey, more power to. Her. She's she's been on the show way more than I thought she would be. Yeah. And that match that she had, you know, that she was part of at WrestleMania 34 probably was the best match on the damn show, which I did not think I would say. I would agree with that, yeah. I mean, but the crowd was into it. I was into it. Everybody was into it. I think the neighbor's cat was into it because he kept looking through the window. <laughs> um, there you go. But, you know, the, it was it was amazing, but no, I got Nia Jax winning because it, even if it's by fluke, I, I would just be very surprised because if Ronda wins, it's kind of like a weird thing. If Ronda loses, okay, people say the mystique's off. No, we've seen her lose before. Yeah, granted in the UFC, but still, Nia winning. I'm not the biggest fan of Nia, but it keep it adds a little legitimacy to her title, her, her title reign, even if the whole face to heel, face to heel thing is ridiculous and. I don't know who's a face or heel anymore, and I don't really care, but yeah. not, they, they booked yeah. Nia the shit. Yeah, they really have, yeah. <laughs> but I have Nia winning. I think, I don't know, it's tough to say. I think you're, you might be honest something with a non-finish, but if it is a non-finish, I would hope this does not go on last. Actually, regardless, because the match, I don't think it'll be that good, but I'll stick with Ronda, but I, I do hope they, you know, have her continue to chase the championship for a little while longer while also not making her look weak. Um, also on the show, though, Intercontinental Championship, Seth Rollins, the architect taking on Elias for the title. Um, should be a good match. This should be a breakthrough performance for Elias, I would imagine, but I, I do think the championship is staying on Seth. How about you, uh, John? Same, actually. I have Rollins retaining. Um, I think that this will not be the end of the feud, because even though Rollins will win, Elias will find a way to weasel into another match, and I've said weaseling in so many times, it's lost all meaning. <laughs> <laughs> but... I think they're going to have another match at Extreme Rules. So Rollins is going to win here. 
say he sells the neck and that kind of stuff. He'll do the curb stop. He'll get that. So he'll win. Elias will look strong. And then they're going to do something at Extreme Rules. And I want you to think about what they did with Bailey and Alexa at Extreme Rules last year. They're oh no! Have a guitar on a pole match. Oh no! no don't don't say that, John. Don't give them ideas. You, you, I don't have to give them ideas. I think they're going to do it. Yeah. I think they're going to do it. <laughs> to quote the to quote the gift, Russo has struck again. Mm-hmm. He's back, baby. Now, Rollins is going to win here. Would you be would you be surprised if they did it? Honestly. Honestly, no. Now that you mention that, it. It's scary to me how logical that might be in their mind, despite the fact how bad the one that Alexa Bliss and Bailey had at Extreme Rules last year. I would imagine that's the direction they're going in. You're absolutely right. I mean, just at least it won't be the Ambrose Asylum match. Yeah, I know that. That I was there for that one. That one was not good. That you were. That's right. The crowd seemed dead for that. They were. Yeah, that was that was a boring match. Yeah, Rollins is winning. It'll be a really good match. And I think I, Elias, to me, I never thought I'd say I was over, or this gimmick was over with me. But yeah, it, he's really good. Yeah, he's he's gotten over, and he deserves a, a lot of credit. And I do think if they do a rematch at Extreme Rules, regardless of what the stipulation is, uh, regardless of what the stipulation is, hopefully it's not something stupid, but it probably will be, as we just discussed. Uh, maybe there he gets the Intercontinental Championship, and I would not be opposed to that, because the guy is... Uh, He's come a long way, and this is uh, definitely a more. I'm, I'm definitely more excited for this match than I am for Roman Reigns versus Jinder Mahal. Nothing on the line. Doesn't matter who wins. No one gives a shit. Um, I think Roman wins. LOL. Because why would Jinder win? Really? Like other than to just to extend the feud. But does it really matter? Like I don't know. I, I I would have to say Roman wins. Is there any other outcome that makes sense here, John? <laughs> Great call. He returns, and Reigns somehow stays. Falling asleep for ten minutes while Kali makes it halfway to the ring, and then Reigns tries to Superman punch Kali, gets chopped, and gets counted out. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> dear God, don't do that. <laughs> I have Watch Reigns them do it winning. now. Oh God, they will. I mean, you know, it, it, it's pretty bad. Remember in Battleground last year when they did the Punjabi Prison thing, and Orton looked all shocked. I'm like, Orton could have climbed over the cage, yeah. got into the floor, ran to the back, showered, got in his clothes. <laughs> And and gotten out of the arena before Kali got to the ring. Yeah, that was very badly and poorly executed. Yeah, it, it, it got it got Jinder's reign as champion over like a part in church. I mean, granted, the reign wasn't that good anyway. But yeah, I got Roman winning. I just, I mean, if if Jinder can't get the coloss on Reigns like any quicker than he did on Raw, where it took him four years. Remember that he's like struggling, and I'm like, is it the wet hair? Is it the fact Ginger doesn't know what the fuck he's doing? Yeah. What is it? Like, and okay, and wow, that was weak. Mm-hmm. Not that the feud's been any good. They, of course, they need to have a breakaway wall thing. Remember that? When like, oh, when he when he was. speared him through the wall backstage. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was so bad. I guess it was. I guess it was a hole in Narnia or something, or platform nine and three quarters <laughs> or something. Yep. There are references. Anyway, um, yeah, Reigns is winning. I don't care about this feud either. I don't. Yeah. Roman wins, LOL. I'm sure it will continue with the Punjabi prison match at Extreme Rules, but for right now, hopefully this is uh, decent. I would be shocked if this went on last. I would hope it doesn't. That'd be fucking stupid if it did. But never put anything past this company after they put Roman Reigns versus Samoa Joe on last to Backlash, and that was terrible. 
But yeah, I also have Roman winning here. Why to do a six-man Punjabi prison match? Oh my god, John. This is the episode of of bad ideas here. Oh my goodness. They're going to listen to this and they're going to be like, oh, John Ritland just booked our entire Extreme Rules pay-per-view. Okay, Vince, give me a paycheck and I'll work for you. Really? No. Oh my god. Terrible. I have no desire to ever work for WWE. Jesus. Not after this shit that we're seeing every week. What'd you say? We know what word it was. I mean, I say say the C word far too often, so. (laughs) A little bit too much. Oh well, this this is an uncensored show. Anything goes here on my show. I I don't get offended, so I'm I'm all right. You don't have to worry about me. I know, and I don't have a censored show either. Clearly. (laughs) (laughs) So that's an old WWE title match, I guess. WWE title, uh, last man standing. AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, I don't think this is the end of the feud, which is gonna upset some people. I would really fucking hope we don't get another draw. Otherwise, someone's gonna die. But um, I am, you know, I'm going to say AJ wins. I want Nakamura to win finally, but I do think AJ will win. I don't know why. I just think he will. Um, your thoughts, John? And, I mean, I, your idea actually, actually makes sense. I think I will win, but honestly, I think Styles probably will win. But my thing is, is okay, if you have Nakamura lose here, even whether it's the end of the feud or not, are you going to give Nakamura the title eventually? Are you going to give him the U.S. title instead? <clears throat> Here's my idea: Nakamura wins. Yep. It is or you know somebody wins the men's money in the bank? Daniel Bryan and Nakamura have a match at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan wins. You get that dream match that you've been having, and or that everybody's been won, and you know. Danny Bryan still hasn't re-signed with the company. I don't so. think so as of right now. As far as I'm concerned, I'm pretty sure he's still um, up in the air until his contract expires on what, September 1st? I think it's September 1st. It's either September 1st or he, if it's midnight September 1st, he's going all in. Do you think he is going all in I mean, if, uh, if, if he doesn't re-sign? If, if, it's, if, it's, if it expires midnight September 1st, he is going to be at all in. I cannot imagine a scenario where he does not say, oh, yeah, my contract's done. Yeah, I'm going. I guess so. I mean, it depends. I mean, if he doesn't, let, let's, I mean, what, I mean, I know we're talking about AJ Nakamura here, but let's say he sticks around, Daniel Bryan, that is. Do you see a situation where if he doesn't get in the championship picture before SummerSlam, he could be leaving the company? And if not, then how would you yes. book Daniel Bryan? How would I book him if he didn't leave, or how would I book him if he if he if they were going to go? If, how would I book him into the championship picture? Well, yeah, if he did stick asking? around, I mean, like you said, hopefully we get Brian Nakamura at some point. Um, but you know, going forward, I mean, going with AJ Nakamura, where does Joe fit in all of this? I think that Joe is going to be in the upper mid card. Joe might even get the U.S. Championship if they stick with Nakamura and Styles at Extreme Rules. And then Nakamura wins that to keep the title, and then they go with Daniel Bryan versus Nakamura. You could have Joe as U.S. champion. I think that would serve well. Um, but Nakamura versus Bryan at SummerSlam, and then you would have Bryan. You would have Bryan like fight from underneath, but he would win. And then you would have somebody from his past that has won the briefcase cash in on him. That being 
The Miz? That would be The Miz. So, well, I mean, we'll go that right into that. Oh, I mean, well, first, AJ Nakamura, you think Nakamura wins? I think Nakamura wins. If he doesn't win, then to me, they've made the heel turn meaningless. I, I get I get where you're coming from. There won't be the end of the feud, which is unfortunate, because this feud, this feud would be good if they booked it right, but they haven't been booking it right. No, they haven't been. I mean, recently, I think it's been At good, all. but... The non-finish has really soured a lot of people on it, I think. I mean, they did non-finishes in a lot of the old school days, but the problem is they're also worried about 50,000 hours of wrestling TV a week. Yeah. Yeah, it's so just too much. So unless you were in a wide crowd, you didn't see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I got Nakamura winning. I, I just... I, to me, to me, if he just doesn't, then he's done as a main eventer, and he might even bolt in 2019 and go back to New Japan. I could see that being the case. If he doesn't win the WWE Championship at all and they continue just to book him as an upper mid-card act and he's not given the run, that not that he was promised, but probably that he envisioned for himself at the top of the card in either show, then I could see him definitely going back to New Japan. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, I want Nakamura to win. Don't get me wrong. I want him to win and walk away as the WWE Champion because, like you said, the whole heel turn, I mean, he's been great as a heel, but it really will all be, have been for nothing if he doesn't win the championship at some point. And he also, lest we forget, lost to Jinder three times, two or three times late last year, too. So he's got to get a big win at some yeah, point. And I would hope it's going to yeah, be at Money some, in the Bank. Yeah, that was what, SummerSlam and Hell in a Cell? Right? Yes, you're correct, yeah, unfortunately. Good. Yeah, that's right there where I'm like, you know, they should have given Nakamura the title, at least a backlash, because I, <laughs> that, that might have... That wouldn't salvage backlash. I, nothing was going to salvage backlash. Yeah, I know. That show is going to be awful regardless. The opener was great. That was it. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> but that was about it, but yeah. you have Styles. You have Styles and I have Nakamura winning. Yeah. I want Nakamura to win, but just my gut feeling is that AJ walks away as still the WWE champion, which is not a bad thing, but I really do want Nakamura to win. No. If only because, you know, to just as a payoff for the heel turn from a few months ago. But before we go forward, I know you mentioned The Miz there as Mr. Money in the Bank, but we will talk about real quick. Uh, we'll end with that one. The Women's Money in the Bank ladder match real quick. You got Sasha Banks, Lana, Naomi, Becky Lynch, uh, Natalia, Alexa Bliss, Ember Moon, and Charlotte Flair. John, who walks away? The uh, next Mrs. Money in the Bank. Okay, I'm going to give you two. This is who I want. This is who will. I want Becky to win. Agreed. I would say I just want Becky. I would just say I want Becky, but that's that's for our conclusion. I want <laughs> Becky to win, and I think though that Ember will win. Interesting pick. Interesting pick. I I think she I would think be a great Ember, Miss Money to make. I just, it might be too soon, but hey, you can't go wrong with Ember over some of the other women in this match, like Natalia and Lana. Well, but also think about it. Alexa doesn't need the title again. She she's always going to be in the mix. Naomi, no, yeah, she doesn't. No she doesn't need the briefcase. Naomi doesn't need it. Charlotte doesn't need it. Sasha doesn't need it. Um, Lana, Lana would probably, um, you know, get confused and dance with the briefcase. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. But I have him. I think Ember's the perfect one you give the rocket to. Give it a shot. Yeah. See if she sinks or swims. Mm-hmm. All those cliches. Agreed. That's that's what I have. What do you have? Ember Moon, I'd be very happy with. Um. I'm gonna go bold and say that uh, Becky Lynch is gonna win. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Becky. Um, I really do want Natalia to win. Uh, or, or not Natalia. I'm sorry. I really do want Becky to win, and I think she will. 
think she will. I don't. I'm not confident, but this is one of those situations where I think she'll. I, I want her to win. and I think she will win, just because Ember Moon would be oh, great. But uh, if not her, then Natalia, just because they're setting up the whole thing with Ronda. But Becky's been floundering for so long now. They need to give her a big win, and this could be it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Becky's done the good shit for a while. Unless they have the rumors of Ellsworth coming back and he costs her the match. I did see those reports. I did see that. I mean, he did the same thing last year, so I really hope that's not uh, repeated once again with Ellsworth. And the guy's fine, but I really have no desire to see him back um, in the company. But that's just me. Yeah, no, the act got stale. I mean, there's nothing against Ellsworth. He seems like a great guy, and he was living his dream, and that's great. It's just, the act got stale. Yeah, very stale very quickly, yeah. But, um, yeah, no, no, I would agree. I think Ember Moon's a great choice. I think she is a future Raw Women's Champion. She's awesome. Um, but she is your final pick, though? Yes. How was she alive after that suicide dive outside, by the oh way? Oh, my God. She killed Remember Sasha that? Banks. That was fucking brutal. That was yeah. great, though. Great stuff. Almost popped Sasha's weave off. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I really should stop with the Sasha hair jokes, but <laughs> what's the over under on uh, Sasha Banks's weave falling off during the uh, ladder match? She's never been in a ladder match before. I, this is her first one. You know what? I think the weave is going to actually try to get the briefcase for her. Sasha Banks weave for Miss Money in the Bank hashtag it. I mean, why is it any is it any worse than Ellsworth get, grabbing <laughs> the briefcase? It really isn't, if we're being honest. So you know what? Why the hell not? Why not? Um, uh, so yeah, so you got Becky, I got Ember. Yeah, two good choices. I, you know, knowing them, they'll probably put it in the fucking Lana. But you know what? That's that's WWE. They can do what they want. But I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt and have them put the on have them put the briefcase on Becky. But not confident. But uh, you know what? I'll, only, I'll go bold. Or uh, I can just imagine how Chicago's gonna react. Oh, God. I can only imagine. People love to cheer Lana just because she's up. Beyond that, once that bell rings, she's fucking terrible. So that's just my opinion on her. But, uh, yeah, Chicago would not be no, happy. No, that's right. <laughs> so we get to the main event, though, the men's Money in the Bank ladder match. You kind of already alluded to it, who you think is going to win. But real quick, we got The Miz, Rusev, Bobby Roode, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, Braun Strowman, um, and a member of The New Day, either Big E, Kofi Kingston, or Xavier Woods. First of all, which member of the New Day do you think will step in the ladder match, John? And, again, kind of reinforcing your prediction from earlier, who leaves as the new Mr. Money in the Bank? I have Big E winning. And here's the thing. It's like I'm, a t- I'm tossed up between two guys winning. Because Miz winning the Money in the Bank would be perfect. It would because it could tie into the whole Daniel Bryan thing. Mm-hmm. But this is somebody that I think could win it. And may actually win it if they go with the Raw side. I think Kevin Owens could win it. Kevin Owens is, you know, he's not as much of a um, unlikely pick as I think some people think. I think he's actually, he's a dark horse, I would say. He, he's the dark horse of this match. But think about it. He would, it would be justifying all the, all the stuff that he said about being held down and, oh, you know, nobody trusts me and this kind of stuff, which, I mean, why would they? We get stabbed everybody in the back. Yep. <laughs> but he could justify it and say, see, Kurt, Stephanie believed in me, you didn't, so I won the briefcase and that kind of stuff, and I'm going to bring the title on the Raw. And that kind of stuff. So I think that could happen. I do honestly want Rusev to win it because Rusev is super over still and deserves it. Yeah. I'm torn between Miz and Miz and Owens. Miz doesn't necessarily need it. No, I think he could enter the WWE Championship picture tomorrow even without the briefcase. But it would add to his gimmick if he tried to cash in opportunistically. And it would be funny that he would be a two-time Money in the Bank winner given 
CM Punk's opinions on uh, Miz. Hey, you know what? At this point, they already are not. You know, I know it's a different championship, but they already had him surpass yeah. the um the CM Punk title reign, Brock Lesnar. So why the fuck not just have Miz win the Money in the Bank ladder match twice? Have him win it three times just to be hey. Punk. You know what? He he he'll, he'll win it. He'll win it on his fortieth birthday. So it'll be like in a couple years or something like that. <laughs> yeah. in a few years. Speaking of fortieth birthday, God, mine's gonna be in a couple years. <laughs> Time flies, my man. Time flies. Yeah, but no, Biggie. I think is going to be the new, uh, member of the New Day. What about you? Yeah, I agree. I think. I mean, anyone would be good, but I do think Biggie. They have their sights on him, being the breakout star of the group, and I think he could do well. I mean, he's been in um, ladder matches before with the New Day, and he's always done well. So, I do expect him to have a strong showing in this match. But yeah, I mean, there's really not many. You know, I don't think you can go wrong with any one of these people here. I'm going to say Samoa Joe's going to win it. I don't know why. Um, I would love. I mean, I, I know why he would win it because I think he makes sense. But um, I think they might do the right thing here and put it on him. Miz would be great too. Miz is a great dark horse. You know the fact that he got the briefcase on Tuesdays, uh, on Tuesday's SmackDown, when you know he stood atop yeah. the ladder. That's usually an indicator they're not gonna win. But you know that could be just a red herring. Um, Braun Strowman, I don't. He doesn't need it. Finn Balor would be great. I don't think he will win, but he could definitely use it. Owens would be great. Bobby would be great. Really, there's no one. There's no worst-case scenario, because even if Big E wins, it's a fresh face. Like, usually there's one person every single year where it's like, I really, 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 really hope that person doesn't win it. Like a Del Rio a couple years ago. Or... Sheamus. Sheamus one year. Or Dolph Ziggler last year. Like, I don't give a shit about this guy. Why is he even in the match? Um, but yeah, I do think in this match, I, I think there's really not that one person that I would get upset over winning the briefcase. But I got, um... I'm going to stick with Samoa Joe, and you say... You say The Miz still? I say I say Miz or Owens. I'm I'm torn. Well, you said for the for the women's, you said Ember Moon. You said Raw for that one. Do you think they will have one Raw star win for like the men's or women's, and then like the vice versa for the uh, for the for the men's or women? You know what I'm saying? Like one from Raw, one from SmackDown. Yeah. See, the, the thing, the only reason I think that with Owens is, I mean, it's possible. Like, I don't think Owens. I, He's, like, one I want to see win. I think that if they go with SmackDown, Rusev or Miz, just because I'm torn between those guys, because I like both. Yeah, Rusev's great. But Miz would make, make storyline sense. Rusev could. Yeah. Yeah, and no, I, think, I think Rusev could. He could use it because he's just so good, and he's so popular right now. Um, it would be a great big yeah. boost for him. I don't know if they're confident. I don't know if they have as much faith in him as we do. But um, it's still cool that he's in the match regardless. Yeah, they, they should have confidence in him. Yeah, I, I, in theory they should, considering how just good the guy is. Right. Yeah, those, yeah, because that one, yeah, like you said about the, about the men's. The men's is like the one where it's like there really isn't a bad pick. It really isn't. No offense against Rude, though. I mean, Rude's probably like the least likely. He definitely the least likely. I'd be happy if he won, but easily the least likeliest. Yeah, absolutely. They need to turn him heel at some point, like around SummerSlam or something like that. They should have turned him heel a year ago, you know, yesterday. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah hopefully, mean, you know, sooner rather than rubble. later. Just he's floundering as a babyface. He's just drowning right now. But still, I'm looking forward to this match. It should be a great match. That's the match that I would have closed the show. Um, I think it is the most anticipated match on the entire card. But yeah, um, I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be a good show. I know on paper it's 
It can go either way, and there's a lot of matches I'm not really looking all that forward to, but I do think it'll exceed expectations. Chicago is always a great crowd. They should be fun on Sunday. And, um, yeah, any over any other overall expectations for the pay-per-view, John? I expect, I expect to be very tired by the end of it because it's supposed to be about four to five hours. I was going to say the same. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a long weekend if you throw in TakeOver, too. Well, yeah, I mean, with TakeOver, I mean, I don't, the only title I could see changing hands out of that is maybe the tag titles, Lorcan and Birch winning. Yep. Other than that, there's no way Lars is beating Alistair. There's no way Nikki's beating Shayna. Gargano and Chopper are going to steal the show again, and then there's another match that I just totally forgot about. Oh, Ricochet and Velveteen Dream? Ricochet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one actually could be show steal. I could steal the whole show for the weekend. It'd I think that's a great show. Great. Yeah, on paper, it's exciting. Yeah, TakeOver is going to be fun. I, just, I don't know. I just, it's like, uh, here's my thing. My hype for this is about the same as my hype for TakeOver Chicago last year, which totally exceeded my expectations. So, hey, cool. They just need to know not go beyond five TakeOvers a year. Yeah, I think they had the right amount with the Rumble weekend, WrestleMania weekend, Money in the Bank weekend, SummerSlam weekend, and Survivor Series weekend. I think that's a perfect number. Though I do wonder when they're going to start cleaning house on people, like not just NXT, but on the main roster. Yeah, I think at at some point, I would say in the next month or so, there's a lot of people they just do nothing with um, that are never on TV. What'd you say? Alicia Fox. Oh, Alicia Fox. Yeah, I saw that she was backstage this past weekend Raw. It's like, who cares? I mean, she really serves no purpose at this point. She's a person I could definitely see uh, getting the boot in the not-so-distant future. Um, but yeah, I know it's... nothing against her. I mean, but she's been there how long and has done what? In, yeah, no, in exactly. In the last three years. Held the Divas Championship for a cup of coffee. That's really all that she's done in the uh, last eight years or so. And she really serves... No purpose on the roster. Cameron's favorite WWE match, though. Oh, yeah, of course. Cameron's favorite match, and look where that got her. (laughs) Glad she's gone for the company, too. (laughs) Straight to the uh, unemployment line. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, she wants to do some good things or whatever, but she just wasn't cut out for wrestling. Yeah. But I think, no, I think this weekend's actually going to be very good. I'm I'm very hyped for it. There are also some New Japan shows that are going to be doing starting, like, Sunday morning. Monday morning and Tuesday morning. I think it's like the road to Kazuna, whatever that means. Because um, mm-hmm. I don't know the names of the cities and the meaning behind them. But yeah, there's that kind of stuff. But yeah, there's a lot. There's going to be a lot of good stuff this weekend. For better or worse, it's going to be talked about. For sure. And you're going to be there. You're going to be there. I will be there, yeah. It should be fun. I'll try to post as much as I can. So at least for TakeOver, I'm looking forward to. Money Bank, I'm looking forward to too, but just in a different way. Um, but no, it should be fun. My first time in Chicago in the city itself, so should be a fun time in uh, the Windy City this weekend. So, John, it's been great talking all about Money in the Bank, Dominion with you. I would not have talked about Dominion otherwise just because I haven't seen it yet, so I'm glad I was able to get you here on the show to get your two cents, to get your um, to get your thoughts on Dominion as well as the CM Punk fight, UFC 225, and Money in the Bank this Sunday. And that's over an hour, and we didn't even get the takeover, so that's really uh, pretty amazing. It just goes to show the hour always flies by. Whenever you're here on WrestleRant Radio, my friend, it's it's always entertaining, always a good time. But before I let you go, of course, same thing that we did at the start of the show. Where can the people find you? Obviously, in the Twitter machine, on YouTube, all that good stuff. So yeah, Twitter, so Twitter at Reborn again, R E B O U R N E again. Um, of course, there's a link in 
my YouTube, there's a link for my YouTube and the profile, Real Honesty with John Ripplin. There's myself, the Durbinator, my best friend, We Talk, and he he's doing his own NXT reviews, knocking them out of the parks. Check out that playlist also. And I don't, I'm not going to plug my Facebook, but if you want to follow me on Instagram for absolutely no reason, Real Honest Jay there too. But yeah, make sure you do that stuff after you listen to this and read uh, Graham's other stuff, by the way. Thank you, John. Always appreciate the support. Been there since day one, so always great time talking to you here on WrestleRant Radio. Yeah. Tweeting with you on the Twitter machine. Even though even though I'll be there, I'll still be following along on Twitter to hear what you have to say about the show and also some memes along the way. It's never it's never a WWE pay-per-view experience without your tweets on my timeline. Yeah, and especially all the memes, all the memes that I'll be sharing. It's so going to be a good time. <laughs> People are really missing out if they're not following you on Twitter already. And obviously your post-show review, which is also bound to be great, especially if the show sucks. I'm kind of hoping the show isn't good just just so I can hear your rants on it. Um, But it's going to be hilarious nonetheless. Speaking of rants, do not worry, folks. For those of you that maybe are following my YouTube page, I will continue the Times of Wrestling to Piss Me Off uh, series. That I have actually four more parts that I've already recorded, so those will be up at some point. Awesome. Always stuff to look to, uh, to look to look forward to, my friend. So that being said, dude, thanks for coming here on the show. I appreciate it. Hey, no worries. Anytime, Graham. You let me know when you want me to come back. Absolutely, John. Probably at some point in the not so distant future. All right, sounds good. See you later, Graham. Enjoy Money in the Bank weekend, John. I'll talk to you soon. All right, All right. Bye. bye. Thanks to John for joining me here on WrestleRant Radio today. Had a great time as always. You guys can find me on the socials at WrestleRant on the Twitter, on Facebook at Facebook.com, backslash Graham.GSM.Matthews, on YouTube at YouTube.com, backslash C, backslash Graham.GSM.Matthews. Check out the website, nextairwrestling.net, where you can check out four episodes of WrestleRant Radio every single Thursday, in addition to on iTunes. On uh, Apple Podcasts, simply search up WrestleRant Radio. You get all the new episodes on Thursdays and all the archived episodes dating back to October of 2013. So all that being said, guys, enjoy Money in the Bank this weekend. I might do a separate preview for TakeOver Chicago either while I'm there or before I leave. It'll likely be up on YouTube, though, so stay tuned for that. Anyway, folks, enjoy the weekend. I'll be back next Thursday with my full on-site report from Money in the Bank weekend in the Windy City. I might do a separate review while I'm there because I'll be there until Monday evening. I got to do something to kill the time on Monday. So I very well might record a separate review for both TakeOver and Money in the Bank after the fact on uh, this coming weekend. So stay tuned for that. But anyway, guys, enjoy it. I'm Graham Jason Matthews. I'll catch your ass down the road. Yeah,